welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. I've spent the last decade as a CEO, operator, and business builder selling tens of millions of dollars in products and services. I, just like many of you, started with nothing. My mission for this podcast is to help you become the greatest version of yourself, help you grow and scale your business, and create the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Matt Smith. Enjoy the episode. What is going on, everybody? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. I hope you're doing well. Today's a good day. I'm recording this on a Monday, and today we are talking about uh, consumer behavior. And it's changing, man. And I'm seeing it with my own eyes here in Michigan specifically, but I coach people all over the country and things are getting a little bit weird. And today we're talking about it. We're going to talk about the things that you can do that you can control to combat this weird economy that we're in. That's most likely only going to get worse for the near future and the things that you can do uh, to make sure that you still thrive in this down economy. Before we dive in, I just want to say thank you for coming back to the podcast. It means the world to me. And as you guys know, uh, I do not typically run ads on this podcast. Um, The thing that I ask in return is not your money, but for your support and just to simply leave a review wherever you listen to the show. I see the uh, Spotify reviews growing, the Apple uh, reviews growing, means the world to me. The reason that's so important is it helps us reach more people. And when new people find the show, it helps them give, you know, get a real understanding of what the show is all about. And it just builds a little bit of trust that we know what the heck we're talking about around here and that we're actually providing value. Um, because let's be honest, nobody wants to waste time on content that is irrelevant or doesn't help people. So it would help me and mean the world. If you could just take literally 20 seconds out of your day and leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast. And if you're a new listener, welcome. Glad to have you. This podcast is all about you. Uh, it's all about helping you rather grow and scale your home service business. And that's what we do here, man. That's what I'm passionate about. And that's what I am good at. And so on this episode today, we're talking about consumer behavior. Our customers are starting to get a little bit weird. And I'm telling you guys, uh, I knew this was coming. Um, I I honestly am a little surprised it took as long as it did, uh, but I've known for the last, gosh, probably 24 months or so that things have got to change if if we're headed in the direction that we're headed in. And as you guys know, interest rates have climbed to, gosh, an all-time high in the last, what, 20-some years. Um, The housing market here in Michigan Uh, although houses are still selling, people are not selling like they were. So our inventory is crazy low. So that means that people don't have a place to go. The next thing is, is that most people aren't selling their houses right now because they don't want to leave their 3% interest rate to get into a 7 or 8% interest rate because now their buying power is shot. And so we're in this really weird time. We've got multiple wars overseas. Our, our, you know, not to get political here, but our president doesn't know right from, from left. Um, we're funding, we're sending all this money overseas. And let's just be honest, it's an absolute shit show. And so we are due for something catastrophic to happen uh, economy-wise, and I think we're on the brink. And so I don't make this episode to scare you because I actually believe when we go through down times, this is a massive opportunities for people, you know, excuse me, ladies, but people who have the balls to go all in 
and and actually put their money where their mouth is. And when the economy starts to come back, those people that do these things will come out on the other side having so much more market share than they could have ever gotten in a, an economy that was doing good. Because the thing is, in an economy that's doing good, everybody's willing to spend ads or money on ads. Everybody's willing to do the things that generate sales because it's easy. But when things get hard, when things get scary, people contract and businesses contract and they stop doing the things that they're used to doing every single day. And what this does is this leaves your market wide open to go take it over. So 12, 24, 36 months, however long it takes to get back in the game where the economy is booming again. If you do these things, you will be so far ahead of your competitors, you'll have a massive, massive advantage. And so I wrote a couple things down here that I'm really focused on right now. Um, And the first thing is kind of what I just said. Everybody in a down economy has the initial thought that, oh my gosh, not as many people are spending money. What are we going to do? How are we going to stay busy? But what I want you to understand is just because you know, there's a lot of people that aren't spending money in a down economy. It doesn't mean everybody's not spending money. It just means a certain type of customer isn't spending money. It's the customer that you typically might have serviced when the economy was good. They had, you know, some extra income at the end of every week, uh, but they, they weren't, you know, cash flowing a ton of money. Now, when times get tough, those people are living paycheck to paycheck. And so they're not going to spend money on pest control or window cleaning or washing their house or, or whatever the case is, right? They're saving their money for the things that are necessities that they will have to do rather than what they want to do. And so I've been saying this for years. If you guys have been listening to this podcast for years and you've been doing what I'm saying, then you're in really good shape right now. And that is to go find customers that make tons of money. So when down economies happen, you still have a customer base that is willing to buy. There are plenty of people out there that are still buying products and services every single day in the local market because they are not affected by a down economy. Those are typically people with high incomes who live in nice homes and and people that have a lifestyle that they want to maintain and they have the money to maintain it. And so we have to get out of the mindset that everybody isn't spending money. That's not true. Just a certain type of person. And so we have to shift our mentality and we have to go hard and continue to market and continue to advertise just as much, if not more than we normally do. However, we need to shift our marketing efforts and make sure they're going to those specific people that have the extra income that are willing to spend it on your services. You should have been doing this all along. I've been telling you this for years, but if you haven't, it's not too late to start. Go do this right now. Go circle the neighborhoods that have the types of customers you want in them. And I guarantee you when you do this, you're going to start to build a list of customers that are essentially recession proof. We are trying to build a recession proof customer list. And the only way to do this is to acquire customers that have extra funds and that live a lifestyle that most people can't. The next thing that I'm seeing a lot actually is that contractors are, you know, especially the small guys, they're falling off the map. And so basically what this means is very simple. Uh, Those contractors, the smaller guys that might have had some of the commercial work that you wish you had, uh, they're gone now. In those commercial properties, those property managers, those restoration companies, those whoever that those people are partnering with need good 
contractors that aren't going to flake, that are going to stand up to their word. They're going to fix things when they're not done right. They need those people. And so cold calling and cold emailing are working better than ever right now because all I'm telling you, I'm doing it firsthand. Like I'm actually on the phones cold calling and cold emailing right now, and it's crushing because they just want contractors who are going to do what they say they are going to do, who give fair pricing, who are reliable. And I'm telling you guys, if you can build this relationship with these property managers, these real estate agents, these uh, restoration companies, it is game over. They will never leave you. They will have you quote every single thing. And this will turn into hundreds and hundreds, if not millions of dollars worth of bids and contracts over the next three to five years for you if you just go hard and do this. I'm telling you, you should be going harder than ever right now because there's going to be a shortage of contractors when times get tough because just like any business, contractors go out of business too. Things get hard. They don't know how to market their business. They don't know how to acquire customers. And now there's a big hole in the market. And this is the perfect time for you to jump in the commercial game and start to actually build relationships. Okay. This is where people get it wrong. They think they're trying to sell jobs. You're not. You're trying to build relationships. So when you build relationships with these decision makers, you won't even have to worry about, did I quote it too high? Did I give the right presentation? They will know that you do what you say you're going to do. All you do is give them the price and win. I'm telling you, I do this firsthand all the time and it works. Uh, The next thing you need to do, which is very much so relatable to what I just said, is you need to start networking like crazy, man. Like literally like crazy. It should be one of your core jobs is to be DMing people on your personal Facebook page, realtors, anyone that, that can, is a good referral source for you, mortgage officers, um, property managers, other business owners, um, other home service business owners that in front are a lot of people that, you know, probably get asked, Hey, do you know a pest control guy? Hey, do you know a roofer? Hey, do you know a pressure washer? You should be networking with all these people. And it's as simple as this. And I do it all the time. Send them a DM on Facebook and say, Hey, I know we don't know each other, but I've been following the business that you run over the last X amount of years. And I'm super impressed by it. I was curious. I'm also a local business owner. Would you be interested in grabbing lunch sometime? It's on me. And that's it. And I can guarantee you, majority of people will be happy to have lunch with you. A, because you're like-minded. And us as entrepreneurs want to surround ourselves with other like-minded people because we're hard to find. And B, they're going to think the same thing. Oh, that guy might be a good referral source. And guess what? You might be. And so that's the cool thing about networking. You need to be doing this with as many real estate agents as possible, business owners, everything. And I'm telling you guys, if you do this in a down economy, the more people, I kind of call them like army troops, the more army troops you have out there talking about you, the better, right? Paid advertising still going to crush. It's still going to be your top performer. But this little troop of army people in your network, they're working for free. And they're telling people about your business for free. And they're spreading your name like wildfire. And so the more people that we can network with, the better. This is something you have to get good at. You have to. I don't care if your business is small. I don't care if you don't feel like you have a lot to offer. People will sit down with you and meet you. And remember, the goal is to build the relationship, not to make money. Money will flow from the relationship. Okay. The next thing I want to say, and this might offend some of you, I'm sorry, kind of, 
Um, but I'm allowed to say this because I was this guy like literally a year ago. Um, and this is going to be kind of weird because this doesn't feel like this is going to directly like help you through this down economy, but I promise it will. You need to go and get a gym membership and get in shape. You need to focus on yourself and work out five days a week with zero excuses and go hard. You need to set a fitness goal, a weight loss goal, uh, uh, an eating well goal. You need to set an overall health and wellness goal for yourself and go hard. Um, let me explain. And you guys have heard me on, on past uh, podcasts talk about this a little. I went on a weight loss journey, I guess you could say, you can call it that, like a year ago. I've been going to the gym five to six days a week ever since. I started in, I think, January of this year. So a little less than a year, what, 10, 11 months ago. Um, And I've literally gone every single week, five or six days a week for the last 10 or 11 months. I've lost 25 pounds. I've gotten way stronger. I'm in like noticeably way better shape. Like I'm not uncomfortable to have my shirt off on the lake. Um, I actually have definition in my muscles. Like this is something I haven't experienced in a long, long time. And I can tell you the confidence that has come with this is next level. Uh, and it has absolutely opened my mind to the, the life hack and the business hack of what being in shape does for you, not just physically, but mentally. So I was at the gym literally today. And I want you guys to understand, this is not me bashing this guy. Um, I'm pumped he's in the gym. But this was me a year ago, and I could see it in his eyes. And this is why it's so much, so such a advantage to be in shape, to be healthy, and to be on this fitness journey. One of my local competitors walks into the gym that I go to today, and I've seen him there before, but very sporadic. I, I probably only seen him there a handful of times. And like I said, I'm there dang near every day. And without being mean, I can tell by the way he looks that he's not eating healthy and he doesn't go to the gym very often. And he saw me and I know he knows me. I know he knows me because he's, uh, he's tried to do some things to our business in the past to hurt our reputation in hopes that it would help him. And I've called him out on it. And so I know for a fact that he knows me. And when he was walking in, he saw me and I'm in the gym and I'm lifting heavy and I go hard, dude. And he looks at me and he puts his head down and he's hunched over and he walks by and he doesn't say a word. Now, who do you think is going to win in business when I'm competing against that guy? I'm going to smash that guy every single time now because my confidence is so through the roof because now I've proven myself that I have done things that I never thought were possible and I am disciplined like none other and I am doing the things I tell myself I am going to do every single day when that guy is not doing the things that he tells himself he's going to do every single day. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm glad he's in the gym. I hope he crushes it. I hope he keeps going. I hope he's there consistently. And I hope he changes his life. Because like, like, even though I'm his competitor, I don't care. I want that guy to win, right? But I'm telling you, in his state of mind, in my state of mind right now, that is not my competition. I will destroy that guy in business. Because I'm telling you, the things that I do on a regular basis are much, much harder than the things he does on a regular basis. 
when I'm out grinding, cold calling, cold emailing, developing new relationships, I can tell you that guy is not doing that. He's most likely sitting at home at five o'clock at night watching Netflix. It's a life hack. There is no getting around it. I was fat, out of shape, overweight, mentally weak, all of the above. It did not serve me no matter how many excuses I made for myself. And when things get hard, it is easier and easier to make excuses for yourself. Oh, well, the economy sucks. Oh, well, nobody wants to buy from me. Oh, this, oh, that. Well, guess what? You want your family to thrive or do you guys want to struggle? Because if you want to struggle, you can take the easy path and you can make excuses and you can do all this crap. But if you want to thrive through up or down economies, I'm telling you right now, getting in shape, getting a gym membership, and doing what you tell yourself you're going to do every single day, regardless if conditions are ideal or not, will get you to the next level. Because when you prove to yourself that you can do that, when times get hard in business, you will not quit because you will be reminded by the times that you did the things you told yourself were going to do, regardless of how hard it was. You will be able to look yourself in the mirror and pull up before and after pictures and say, I once was fat, out of shape, and mentally weak, and now I am am not. And so now when business is hard, I will not quit and I will find a way. When you have that mentality in your business, in your life, with your family, with your spouse, with your friends, with your kids, you will not lose. I know I'm a little intense right now, but I'm telling you, it's what you're going to have to get if you want to survive and you want to thrive. We just came out of an economy that was too easy, man. Everybody was winning. And that is not reality. It is going to get hard for everybody. And the people that are going to win are the ones who are not going to quit. They're going to have the balls to go all in. They're going to better themselves even when it's hard. And so I hope you guys take this to heart. I hope you don't think to yourself like, oh, well, it doesn't feel hard around here yet. It's gonna, dude. Open your eyes. Our government's a mess. We're spending money like crazy. Like it, something has to give, and it's happening. Student loans are are coming back intact. I've got friends that are literally right now selling their cars because their student loans are coming back up, and they can't afford their bills because now their student loans are back. Do you know how people were spending money like wildfire over the last three years? Well, it's because our government gave them a ton of money to spend. They took away things like student loan payments, and guess what? They're back. It's about to get wild. And I'm telling you, man, this is a huge opportunity for someone who wants to get serious about winning because I am telling you right now, like the guy in the gym, there's a good chance that guy's not making it. There's a good chance 12 or 24 months from now, that guy's not a competitor anymore. Why? Because he doesn't have the intensity to win. It's about to get hard and you have to get hard with it. And I'm going to leave it with that. I love you guys. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. As always, if you need any help marketing your business or want to work with me directly doing one-on-one coaching, visit serviceindustrycoach.com. We'll see you on the next episode.